I saw one of those air balloons flying around today. I saw one last week. Why didn't you tell me? Why? It's not the big news. Well, we don't see air balloons every day. Well, I don't see a, a St. Bernard dog every day, uh, but I don't always tell you uh, when I see one. Why? Have you seen one recently? No, I haven't seen one in probably three years. Then what are you talking about? What? Oh, never mind. Let's start the show. Uh, here we go in three, two, one. Hi, uh, this is the Barbara and Walter show. Uh, I'm Walter. And I'm Barbara Kozakiewicz-Kiva. Uh, go ahead and sing the show beginning song. Yeah, everybody, it's time to dance. It's time for the Barbara and Walter Kozakiewicz-Kiva show. So, did you buy the bottle of uh, wine today? Yeah, I did. But I almost didn't. Why not? Well, I was in the wine section at the liquor store, and I was thinking that I should maybe buy two bottles of wine. Sure. Yeah, because as you know, I like cooking with wine. I sometimes even put the wine in the food. Yeah, I remember uh, you did that once uh, by accident uh, in the tuna casserole. Yeah, that's right. That was an accident. And you spilled wine into Mruchka's food once. Oh, yeah. She was not happy about that. Uh, she tried to bury it in the kitchen floor for 15 minutes. So I took the bottles to the counter to pay for them, and there was a sign that said, You must have been born on this date to buy alcohol. So I, I just left the bottles on the counter and started walking out. Why? Because I wasn't born on the date that was on the sign. I was born before that. Uh, you probably didn't read it right. Because uh, those signs always say uh, that you have to be born on or before the date. Yeah, that is what the man at the counter said after he asked why I was running away, and I told him. Well, hopefully uh, there weren't a lot of people there at the time. Oh, there was a big lineup right behind me, and they all heard everything. Wonderful! 
So I started to tell the man at the liquor store counter that sometime around the date that was written on the poster, that year, you and I started removing a bunch of wallpaper from the walls, and we started painting some of the rooms in our house. I am sure that he was very interested in hearing that, and so were uh, the peoples in line uh, behind you. Oh, no. The people behind me were not enjoying the story at all. I could hear them exhaling loudly through their nostrils. A surprise! They also didn't like the story I told after that about Mruchka accidentally stepping in the paint and then running all over the house. Uh, did you give the long version or the short version? The long version. Only because the story is so funny. And then I had to dig in my purse for a minute to find my driver's license so that I could show the man at the counter that I am old enough to buy wine. I am surprised uh, that they didn't kick you out by then. Well, it was close. The man said, I don't need to see your ID. I just need you to pay for the wine. So that's what I did. And then I said bye to everyone in the lineup behind me. And I left the liquor store. I sent our son Richard a message on the cell phone, and he wrote back a message, and he also said that I, I don't have to send my name at the end of the message. What is he talking about? Oh, he sent that to me last week as well. He means that at the end of the message, you don't have to type your name because your name already appears. Uh, but I never send my name at the end of the messages. You don't? No, I always type, Hi Richard, uh, can you pick up some milk on the way home? Thank you, Dad. Or, Hi Richard, will you be home for supper? Thank you, Dad. Or, Hi Richard, uh, when the hell are you going to get a job? Thank you, Dad. That's what he means. You don't have to type dad at the end. Uh, but Richard said that I don't have to send my name. My, my name is Walter. I never send thank you, Walter. I always send thank you, dad. But he knows that the text is coming from you. So you don't have to type dad. So, what if I typed, uh, thank you, your father? Yeah, I think that's okay, because it isn't your name, which is Walter.
And it isn't your position in the family name, which is Dad. Okay, so from now on, I will send Hi Richard. Uh, when the hell are you going to get a job? Thank you, your father. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing after we do the show? I was thinking of going to a dancer size class. I thought you weren't going to go to dancer size schmancer size today. I wasn't, but I didn't get enough exercise at mall walking this morning. Oh, yeah. You were walking and talking the whole time with waddle hips. Yeah, I have to learn to look the other way when we are walking past her. Uh, she walks so slow. That's why we call her Waddle Hips. Yeah, we don't know her real name, but she walks so slow because she had both of her hips replaced. Uh, she also walks so slow because of her big bum. Oh, Walter. Yeah, instead of waddle hips, I wanted to call her Titanic, uh, but you wouldn't let me. No, because Titanic is not very nice. Uh, you have to admit, Ba, uh, she does have a big caboose. Uh, I am I am pretty sure that she could butt-dial you from a phone booth. Oh, stop it. So anyway, Waddle Hips is always looking to talk to someone during mall walking. And she talks a lot. Oh, yeah. You can't even get a word in when that motor gets going. Yeah, I made the mistake of making eye contact with her, and before I knew it, I was listening to her tell me about her friend who lives in Europe and who has a dog who just gave birth to five puppies. Unfortunately, I missed that story. You missed that story and 17 stories after that. You just kept walking away and then I couldn't see you anymore. Yeah, it wasn't until maybe uh, 20 minutes later uh, that I came walking up behind you and Titanic. Walter! I mean waddle hips. And when I came up, I could hear Waddle Hips telling you about the rash that her mother had on the back of her leg. Oh, she told me about her whole life and all of her friends' lives. So anyway, I didn't get as much exercise this morning as I wanted to. So that's why I will probably go to dancer size today. I am going to keep looking for the key for the shed. Oh, you haven't found it yet? No, uh, 
And I even went to the store to get one of those little electronic things uh, to help me. What electronic thing? Uh, it is called a whistle key finder. What is that? Uh, it looks like a keychain. Uh, when you whistle, uh, it is supposed to find your key. So I brought the whistle key finder home and I held it out in front of me and I started whistling and walking all over the house. What is supposed to happen when you do that? Well, the key is supposed to beep or something, and then you walk towards it, and then you can find it. So did it work? No. All that happened was uh, when I whistled, uh, the whistle key finder that was in my hand started beeping. It didn't help me to find the key at all. Did you say that the whistle key finder looks like a keychain? Yeah, it has a ring that you can hook onto the key. Well, maybe that is what you are supposed to do. You're supposed to attach the whistle key finder to the key. And then the key finder will beep or something to let you know where the key is. That's stupid. Why is that stupid? Well, how can I put the whistle key finder on the key if I cannot find the key? No, you are supposed to put it on the key before you lose it. Uh, but how do I know that I am going to lose it and that I should buy the stupid whistle key finder? Oh, never mind. I am getting a headache from this conversation. And if I find the key by myself later on today, uh, why would I put the whistle key finder thing on it then? Did we get any questions this week? Yeah, www.barbaraandwalter.com. Here, you read the first one. The first message is from Jane in Port Moody, British Columbia. Jane asks, Dear Barbara and Walter, do you have any trophies or awards that you have won that you are proud of? Oh, yeah. A few years ago, I won first place in a George Clooney lookalike contest. No, that was a George Costanza lookalike contest. Oh, very funny. 
I mentioned before that I won a beauty pageant that the delicatessen in our small town had when I was a teenager. I was Miss Bratwurst. A few years later, I won a trophy at one of our local fairs for having the biggest hair. And I didn't even enter the contest. The judges picked me out of the crowd, even though all of the competitors were on the stage. Oh, they were all mad. I remember when I was in grade eight, uh, I won the award for having the smallest feet in the classroom. What kind of a contest was that? Well, it wasn't really a contest. Uh, They just saw that my shoes were the smallest whenever we had them all lined up at the back of the classroom. Uh, I still have uh, the small feet. Oh, I know. You still can sometimes buy your running shoes in the kids' section. Yeah. But I have to be careful. Uh, Remember that time uh, that I bought some running shoes in the kids' section and I didn't realize uh, that they had the lights on the sides that went on every time I took a step. Oh, yeah. People noticed them wherever we went. It is a good thing that you didn't buy the squeaky ones that squeaked every time that you took a step. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the question, Jane. Uh, The next message is from Stan in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Stan says, uh, if you could live inside a movie, uh, which movie would you choose? Oh, I think that I would like to be in some sort of fantasy movie. Maybe something like uh, The Wizard of Oz. Uh, The Wizard of Oz? Uh, That would be like uh, being in a nightmare. No, it would be fun. Oh, yeah, running around with the tin head guy and the lion that talks and the scarecrow that talks. Uh, Everyone talks except for the stupid dog. Oh, you mean Toto? Yeah, he doesn't talk. And then there are those crazy monkeys. Uh, Being in that movie would be more scary uh, than being in the movie uh, The the Invasion of the Body Snitchers. It would not. It would be a fun fantasy. I would love it. And when the Tin Head guy gets the heart and the Scarecrow guy uh, gets the brain, uh, that's not the real life. Uh, They don't just uh, give it to you. Uh, They have to do the surgery in the hospital with the doctor and the nurses. 
You are no fun when it comes to make-believe, Walter. So you probably would like to live inside a movie that is more like real life. Yeah, I would like to live in the movie Dirty Harry. Oh, yeah, that movie is so much like real life. What? He is the police officer, and he is solving the crimes. Uh, that's the real life. Not the way Dirty Harry did it. He always made up his own rules. If you were living in that movie, what would you be doing in it? Uh, I would be Dirty Harry's partner. Well, they probably wouldn't call you Dirty Walter. They would have to come up with a different, unpleasant name. Maybe Smelly Walter. Oh, very funny. Yeah, Dirty Harry and Smelly Walter. Okay, that's enough. Thank you for the question, Stan. Okay, you can sing the show-ending song. Yeah, sorry to leave, but this is the end of the Barbara and Walter Kozakiewicz Kiva show. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I should have said that I would also like to live in the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, is that the one that has those uh, oopy-loopy guys or uh, whatever? Yeah, they're called Oompa Loompas. Uh, yeah, that would be another nightmare movie uh, that I wouldn't want to be in. You would probably be in it if it was Charlie and the Chocolate X-Lax Factory. Oh, you are so funny. Yeah. Uh, we should maybe watch the movie tonight. Uh, I have the idea. Uh, I have all of the dirty, hairy movies on the DVD. Uh, we can probably uh, watch one of those.